I'm honestly, this may be one of the one of the things I'm most excited about for when we get to actually have live events again. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I don't know why, but there's something about it that's always, I've always loved it as kind of like a hobby. No, this is a what... thing that you have been obsessed with forever. Yeah. Yeah, the problem is the single dollar that I offer, a lot of people aren't willing to do it for that. But then some people are willing to do it for nothing. And that's exactly it. That's kind of the gamble <laughs> I take every time I offer it up. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dylan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. A lot to talk about today. But first off, I want to say thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com. Clicks on the Amazon link right there on the page. If you're going to be buying from Amazon anyway, why not go through us first? You know what? And I just was actually uh, reading something about Amazon. And if you are running behind or if you're like mailing, you know, your gifts or anything this year, they are doing one day shipping all the way up until the 23rd. Huh. So they say. So they say. Yeah. But that's that's good to know. I mean, that's that's what they're saying. Yes. But that's that's what I saw. So even if you've put it off a little bit, then you still have time. You can still go there. Mm-hmm. Funemploymentready.com. Click on the Amazon link, please. Um, okay, we do have a lot to get to. I want to address something, though, in the Supporters Club really quick for the funemploymentradio.com slash support. If you want to become a member, $6.99 a month. The first week is free. Um, just get some bonus stuff with it, and there's a live video and all that. Courtney just said, I can't wait to watch the last episode of The Mandalorian. Part of it was spoiled. I'm so pissed. We will not spoil The Mandalorian on here, but I did just watch it. It's good. I actually saw it, too. Well, I saw the I, Greg screaming like a schoolgirl <laughs> in the I, other room as he's... I don't know. that, But no, that sounds because it's like it sounded like, a, oh, my God, I hear it. Sarah! Sarah! Sarah was over here getting ready. I was still finishing up... Uh, and I thought I went something. Went on the exercise bike, and there's a TV in there, so I was watching. And yeah, then... and I thought something terrible had happened because he's here. I'm like, what? And I'm frantically running into the room, and then he's talking Don't about the show. Anything. I'm not going to say that he's talking about the show. I'm yeah, like, you oh, will be God. forever hated if you accidentally just. I'm not going to say there. anything. People would be so mad. No, no, no. Don't don't. It's not my spoil. place. Okay. Anyway, watch it. I'm not a spoiler. You're it's a spoiler. Very good. Yes, Sarah. Gray. We know that you're the spoiler. I am not the spoiler. Um, I think that I hate your it when friend you say- Jessica would probably dispute that quite a bit. I only ruined one TV show, and it was from a television show that was like 20 years old. You know how many I've ruined? Zero. All right, but... You ruin shows all the time. Oh, that's by guessing. That's not spoiling. I don't know. I think you can spoil it if you guess. No, that is true. I'm very good at guessing what the plot is going to be in... in- television shows no it's super annoying and nobody asks quick. i think it's the most uh, the most nobody annoying thing ask. nobody ever asks and then greg starts blurting things out and like, like oh i know sometimes he's right he's like i know what's gonna happen i know what's gonna happen and then sometimes he'll it's email me did it. and i'm like you can't tell me do not tell me yeah i have i've email, emailed you before with what it is and then once it happens on the screen and i don't know it i'll be like sarah you may open the email now and, and then i've be, already just deleted it and i don't read it be because revealed. i don't play his reindeer i'm games. pretty good at guessing those that stuff uh anyway what I was talking about at the beginning here, this was going back to the sports club, where uh, uh, John the Kiwi mentioned the fact that, um, I'm just going to call him out on this because he seemed very proud about it. He said that he is still, okay, let me give you a date right now. It's Friday, December 18th, 2020, in the year of our apocalypse. He said that he is still eating Thanksgiving leftovers and sent in a picture of it, eating turkey and mashed potatoes. He's eating carcass from November 26th. From November 26th. Which, who knows even how long the turkey was dead before they cooked it. We'll call it the cook day. 
Okay, the cooked November date. November 26th. All right, so it was cooked on the 26th. Because it's probably frozen before that. That's a long time. December 18th back to November 26th. That is 22 days. That seems like, to me, that is too long. Now, Sarah, I know you like eating leftovers way past where I would. And Not I way past. Know, I did it less than a week. Then we had we already had a show about that. If there were still mashed, and I ate the mashed potatoes and they were delicious. If there were still still mashed potatoes and turkey in my fridge from Thanksgiving, would you eat it? No, you know I get weird about expired foods. If things are mildly expired, I won't. But if it's still like a week later, like that, those mashed potatoes were delicious when I ate them the week after Thanksgiving. I think I had them on the Wednesday after that. So it was, yeah, six days later. It's because the spores hadn't quite shown up yet, but they were in there. They were there just were no spores. To see, to see what happened. That's untrue. Um, that is, that's an incredibly long time. And with that, it made me thinking about this. You know, when we, when we do get back to live events, whenever that is, I mean, in-person events, um, I wanted to bring, uh, bring that back, something that I used to do all the time with my friends, which is... I offer $1 to get them to eat weird things. It's a, I love it. It's one of my favorite things. And everybody else just thinks you're so kooky because of it. No, seriously, no. it's like the most annoying thing. No, it's not because I don't care if anybody... Th- I don't, honestly don't care if anybody thinks I'm I know. Kooky. You're just thinking I of yourself. I know you do. Oh, it's I weird. enjoy watching people eat weird stuff. Yeah, it's uh, for sure. Like, Why, though? I don't know because I think it's funny. I don't know why. I always have. Like... You know, I've talked about it before. I used to have my friend Don. I would like line up like five creamers and just open up the creamers and you have to go boom, 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 just knock them down. He would do that. And then like making people do like uh, shots of mayonnaise or something or like really, really hot sauce and see what they can. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. But with this idea, I realized saying it out is loud now, it's time to sound Well, now, you know, we're not around anybody anymore. But uh, when it was the time when you could be in public... Greg was super embarrassing because this is one of the things that he has absolutely like no filter about. And like, no matter Courtney, what Greg the... thinks it's funny to watch his friends get sick on food. What a guy. Uh, no, nobody's being forced to do anything. No, but he will like, this is something like he's never Not shy about. Anyone. He's never shy about like someone will just have like, um, like what are those things? What are they called? The little, um, cups of things mm-hmm. like the cups of condiments. Yeah. I don't yep. know what they're called, but the, I know I mean, that ramekins. Thank you. Ram- there's, there's a ramekin. I I didn't know that's what they're called. They're called ramekins. Yeah. Okay. No, that's what. No, I'm glad that I, I'm proud of myself for remembering that. Yeah. So the little silver things that you fill I'm with just condiments take your word for it. are called ramekins. Okay. So whenever there'll be like a ramekin of something sitting on the table, and Greg will just start to look at somebody. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm sounding like a horrible person here. And Greg will start to look at somebody and be like, "Hey." I'll give you a dollar if you eat that. And if it's like just a ramekin <laughs> sitting there full of ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it makes me a oh, horrible person. Well, it sounds Bubble like says, the kind of guy who loves watching robots getting kicked. <laughs> all right. I know. I know. I know. I can't help it. I can't help it, though. No one's actually harmed. And I give a dollar. I'll put a dollar on the table. So you feel because you're paying a dollar that it... No one is forced to do this. Nobody. I mean, nobody this is true. To. I have seen grown adults so, like, make the decision me, like, to hey, take Greg, the dollar. Can I borrow a dollar? I'm like, no, not unless you do this. No, it's it's just a a friendly. Uh, I a friendly bet offer. that if somebody asked to borrow a dollar at one point, you'd be like, yeah, if you if you no, eat that I, thing of mustard. Not really. I would in real life. No, no, I, I know that you'd give them a dollar, yeah, but still, but you try to get but them to eat something. <laughs> no, no, I would not. I would not at all. In that case, I just want to make sure that's clear. 
So we're separating those two. Greg, we are... No, joking. we're dancing around the edge. I just want to make sure that's... Of course I'm going to give my friend the dollar. <laughs> I know you would, but Stick I'm saying... satirical purpose. No, stuff. I am. I'm not saying any lie, but I'm saying, like, you would absolutely give them a dollar, but also if you could get them to eat something for that dollar, no, too. No, but, but no, I would not. Not in that way. <laughs> I, you're No, you're misconstruing. I'm not saying that what I'm doing is good, but I'm saying don't misconstrue it as, like, somebody's in need and I'm going to make them do something <laughs> stupid in order to get it. No. Oh like my you're, god! You're putting this in the wrong light. Okay, well, I wasn't trying to. Yeah, you're making. Okay. No, this was not. The right okay. light is. This is just a straight up an offer. Nobody's asking. I'm just like, hey, I noticed you got this here. I want to see if you eat it. Here's a dollar. <laughs> uh, Derek in the chat just posted a screen cap of somebody's tw- uh, something on Twitter. It says, "Humans and sci-fi, stupid artificial beings. They don't have feelings. You can treat them like shit. Humans in real life. I put googly eyes on my sister. His name is James now, and I will protect him with my life." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty That's good. It's like you and Frank. Oh my god. Hmm. I was just thinking about you with Frank earlier don't today. You do it. Stop it, Sarah. God damn it. That is not on air. Knock it off. Knock it off. I was walking That was a through- joke and that was not <laughs> that is not an honor joke. Stop it. You're not allowed at my house anymore. <laughs> you can come here for the I didn't show. Say, and I don't know you what you think I'm going to say. I don't know what you're talking about. You're already like <laughs> I'm sick of whatever kind of picture you're trying to paint of me. I can paint my own picture of myself. That's bad enough. <laughs> I don't need any extra things. Anyway. I'm just saying you're very defensive of Frank. What's? Why would anybody be upset with Frank? Frank is the worst. Frank is not the worst. He stands like in the middle. He's always in the way. He does a shitty job when he's actually working. And when he's not, he'll just lay there full of rocks until you have to pick him up and be like, what's wrong, Frank? Because brings in rocks constantly and then Frank's got to eat them. And then he gets sick. He's doing Oh... Okay, I, I need to rein this in here. You're trying to get me off the rails. All right. What are you talking about? Anyway, for this live event, I was going to say I'd be willing to pay, <laughs> pay John in the dollar amount each time, you know, see where, see what the limits are. Let's test the limits of this. Wait, so I'm how much... curious about the limits of the human body. All right, so what do you want? So for So this is for John, who we were talking about, who is still eating his Thanksgiving leftovers again <laughs> 22 days later. Oh. That's over three weeks. Um, <laughs> three weeks in a day. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. See, don't you want to test the limits to see how far you I go? I kind of do, but do you, like, what do you, you think it is? Do you want to do like? Curious. I'm super curious, and he said he was down with it. So, I mean, then we're rolling with this. What so. I'm really doing is offering people the opportunity to showcase their skills and how tough they are, and and you know what they're made of by being able to do this, like taking shots of of creamer. So wait, so what do you want? Do you want to see like? What is your Here's purpose? Like, do you want to this do like how much, how much he can eat? No. How we're, gross we're it is? We're doing Or how age. old it is. Old would definitely be part of it. Milk? Oh, God. I didn't even th- thinking of that. Yeah, we would have to lay it all out ahead of time. Um, there would be, I think there'd be a couple of different things. One is an aged, aged items. The other is weird items. Okay, do you mean aged? Like, all right, so for example, he's still eating the turkey from over three weeks, three weeks and a day ago. Then we got to start at three weeks, I guess, and then we'll okay, go from there. But it doesn't look like it has any any visual cues on it to make it look as if it's old. So 
Yeah, I'm not going to say like moldy. That's what I was going to say. Like it's aged, but it has to be like, it still has to. I can't imagine you're going to give him food poisoning. You know, this is a fucking walking lawsuit now that I'm thinking about this. Oh shit, you're right. I mean, if we have him sign something that says he can't sue us, then. Oh, this is a lawsuit. This is totally a lawsuit. Never mind. Maybe this isn't something that we should. Behold Iron Stomach John until he's not. He's vomiting. (laughs) (sighs) Courtney. Courtney is always the giver. Lover. She says, I have shrimp from Thanksgiving in my fridge that I need to throw out. John can eat that. Yeah, never mind. Okay, this is probably... (laughs) Well, for satirical purposes only. (laughs) This is what... uh, I, I still think it'll be good. Well, you're right. We'll have to figure out the well. Fun squasher, Sarah. Figure out the legalities of it. You would have eventually come to that. All right. Well, speaking of fun squashing, let's go on to something else. (laughs) No, Keelan, I was just thinking about that too. (laughs) I know. Yeah, you're totally right. Yes, this is a terrible like morning (laughs) shock jock radio thing. I didn't even realize I was falling into it. Um, so (laughs) scratch that from the record. No, we just just get it in writing. Uh, okay. <clears throat> I am not a fun squasher. Okay. You're a fun squasher, Craig. Craig's not here right now. So, here's what happened. <laughs> After the show yesterday, um, sitting here, you know, getting stuff edited, I looked out the window, and someone came up to the porch, which, you know, there's deliveries all the time for things, whatever it is. We're all used to this at this point. That's how things get get things so i noticed somebody walk up set something on the porch and then just turn around and, and walk away i'm like oh it must be a package and i go out there to take a look and it's a box with a bow on it and next to it is actually a pint of fireball whiskey or sin was it fireball fireball fireball, fireball yeah fireball whiskey and I'm like well okay well this is clearly not an amazon delivery what is this and i look at it and there's a note and the note on it said, um, enjoy these. I, I were, I'm trying to remember exactly how it, it was said, like a poem. But, but yeah, it was a poem. Basically said this. It said, uh, enjoy these gifts. Uh, they're good for coffee, wine, beer, or whiskey. Um, Merry Christmas or happy holidays. And I looked at that. Oh, and then it said, but you'll never know who I am. I'm like, okay, well, that's weird, but there are some people who know where I live. I'm not encouraging people who don't know already. Please don't come. No poppins. But. Nobody likes a poppin. Unless you're giving, unless you're leaving. Unless you're dropping something off on the porch and it's a gift. So. (laughs) uh, (laughs) So. um, I asked, I I looked at Sarah. I'm like, wow, look at this. Like, there's whiskey. There's this note. And it says there's two cups. No, no, because it didn't say what was in there. Well, it said you can enjoy. That's true. So it was pretty much implied. It was, that it it was, was implied as to what was inside yeah, the box. Yeah, it was implied as to what was inside. And uh, the one thing, though, is it didn't say Greg or Sarah on it. It didn't have a name on it. And I'm like, Sarah, do you think this is actually for us? Because <gasps> you be fair right I now. Will, I will, but let me explain it. Please, 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 let me... Are you being weird about the dollar thing right now? Are you trying to punish me? No, I'm not. I, I know you've been upset that I have how I'm going to spin this the entire time. Let me just tell it, though. This is what happened. So I'm like, because I have my roommate, Chris, who's here. 
like you don't think there's a possibility this could be for him do you and we did consult on it and you did say no I did not say no. That is a dirty, dirty lie. You said, well, I think that it's it's probably for us. I mean, it's a secret Santa thing, and people do leave things from time to time. Well, here's the deal. We open it up. It's two cups. It was awesome. It was a wonderful gift. And there are these double-lined cups, and um, my, my roommate comes out. Sarah's like, look at these awesome gifts. And... She's like, you know what? We're not going to drink this sin fire or fireball. You have it. And gave it to Chris, to which Chris said, thank you. And then about 20 minutes later, he gets a text. Did you get the secret Santa gift that was <laughs> dropped off on the front porch? It was his gift. It was Chris's gift. That we had opened. Sarah, you opened it. You didn't. You told me to. Don't you dare. I Greg opened our last present that we got. And so that's why you let me. You never are nice to me and letting me open. I am too all the time. That's okay. I am fine with you talking about this, but stop painting things that aren't true. Greg, I'm not saying anything that isn't true, but I'm saying you never are just like, true. all right, you can absolutely go ahead. Because you did kind of let me. You didn't struggle because usually it's a fight between the two of me. us. No, it's not because I never win that fight. I never, I never win that fight. Well, Greg said that I could go ahead and open it. So, I mean, I figured that that meant that he believed that this was also for us. I mean, there were two cups in there. So made sense. Made and I was sense. like, wow, these are really cool. I wonder who could have dropped this off. So then, you know, since I thought it was a magical gift, I did start uh, drinking out of one of them. <laughs> so I was using this. This gift that was like, how thoughtful of, you know, this secret person. And then, yes, and then Chris is, and Chris brings up the fact that he just got a text message from his co-worker asking if he liked his secret Santa gifts. So basically, I gave Chris his own bottle of his Fireball, and he thanked me for it, <laughs> for taking his <laughs> gift and opening it and using it. So, this, so today when I got back, I... um. I totally washed the glasses and rewrapped them and um, and re and rewrapped like the entire box and put everything back together. So it's now a new present again. <laughs> you rewrapped re it. Yeah. And gave it back. Opened the wrong gift. Okay, now it's being speculated. And I'm seeing this here in hmm. the supporters club. Is that something that's as much our fault, or is that the secret Santa's It's fault? totally the secret Santa's fault. There should have been a name on there. Why would you not have a name Why on there? Why would you not put a name on there? I mean, wouldn't you think... I mean, if I were to drop something off on somebody's porch, I would put their name on it. I would, too. Not just like a random... I would put somebody's name on well, it. Well, because I saw whiskey, and I'm like, all right, well, I mean... You leave a pint of whiskey out, and you expect nobody with no name on it, and you expect nobody to just be like, oh, okay. Yeah, and it says, like, I'll never tell... It said something like, your secret Santa, I'll never tell, and it's like... All right, so it was like very foreboding. It's like, so we'll never know who it's from. So I figured like... Yeah, they didn't put it. His name wasn't on it. No, there was, there was no, no name. name. And there was a box with two cups in it and, and a, and a pint of fireball. <laughs> I felt like such a jerk, though. Oh, my God. Well, it's the fact that you gave him his own gift <laughs> and you thought you were doing some... I think that's kind of the key thing, to where he's saying thank you to you for his own gift that... You stole. 
Well, I know how much he likes fireballs. That's why I wanted to. He would appreciate it. Turns out he did appreciate it. Yes, he does. He does. (laughs) Yeah, the no name. I'm like, why in the world would you not put somebody's name on something? Because it was a whole handwritten note, too. But no name. No name. I think it's the Secret Santa's fault. I mean, I think so, too. I want to blame them. I do still feel bad for opening it, but it's I mean, still kind of. Well, I think the key is you giving that to him. And why do you keep saying that? That isn't the key. No, that is. That's the. That's like the worst part of the entire thing. I think. I know. I know you're glaring at me, and you don't like. I mean, I'm not saying that you did it. I don't on understand purpose. why that's the worst thing when I was trying to be kind. In the context, and... I know. In the context, at the end of the day, that's the part that I think is. Chris had to say thank you for his. He didn't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the lesson is like if you're gonna leave something anonymously, maybe address it to the person. This is why we put names on things. And Greg will give you a dollar if you eat something for him. <laughs> oh, this is just going swimmingly. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome. To my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, uh, you know, we don't like to get, uh, we don't do politics on the show, but there is something having to do a little bit politicky, and it's big news, because the mayor of uh, Atlantic City, New Jersey, has announced that the city is auctioning off the opportunity to virtually push a button that will cause the demolition of Trump's tower in Atlantic City, New Jersey. So it's a casino Wait, that has been shuttered that has been that shuttered for years. So it's somebody who will actually be able to make the call and digitally either they can be on they can go there and hit an actual button or they can do it on their computer. I would think it'd only be satisfactory if you hit an actual button. That's I would want like a big red button. I mean cuz virtually what are you going to do click and then somebody else is going to press the button? When you do that, I don't like no. that. That's not that's not worth the money. Well, it's not really pressing the button because then that person is actually getting. I'd want to, pre- to hit yeah, the button. That I want a big red shiny button. Yeah, you we just go, go bam. bam. You hit it with uh, your. So fist. this is Mayor Marty Small Senior announced that the winner of the auction will be invited to virtually push the button to implode the former Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino, which closed its doors permanently in 2014. So all of the money that is raised from the auction will be donated to the Boys and Girls Club of Atlantic City, which is pretty cool. Sirens, there's so many that's um, just the way the world yeah, the is donations now. just can. all sirens all the time that part but yeah uh, so uh i i looked at it last night i don't know what it's at now but it started at 500 dollars. that was the first bid and um i didn't check the update today um but when i checked last night it was like already up to fifty five thousand dollars. wow yeah so i don't know what it is if you want to check it really quick uh, I'll see if we can find it. yeah so i mean plus this is like also like a super like awesome marketing like campaign for somebody if they want, you know, to just invest in that. I mean, that just advertises itself. Oh, I mean, it just sounds fun to be able to press a button like that and destroy a building. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it's going to go down anyway, be like, oh, I wonder if they have the, it's like the old Wiley e. Coyote ones where it's like a big, you know, the two handle thing. Like, oh, yeah. Like with the big, like, T. Uh-huh. I can't find it, but whatever. It's okay. Yes, so the um, so if you do want to bid on this, you have a month to do so. Uh, it's to be auctioned 
on January 19th, but you can online bid right now. Okay. And then uh, it'll be called on the 19th of January. Next up, Peruvian police squad members are disguising themselves as Santa Clauses and elves to try and get perpetrators. Oh. So they're just, which seems actually. Wait, so what are they doing? So they will. Um, so th- this one, this one in particular, they swooped into a house not to deliver gifts but to capture suspected cocaine dealers as part of an anti-drug operation. So I guess this is what they're doing. A lot of Peruvian police officers wear different kinds of costumes to catch people off guard, and then they'll arrest them. So the agents who were dressed up one as Santa Claus, one as an elf, when um, with flak jackets hidden underneath, arrived in an undercover van before they got approached a house and they went in and they were able to apprehend their suspects. So even though they were in their Santa and elf costumes, because I think it's like disarming or they don't really expect it to be like a police officer. I get that, but doesn't that kind of put the actual people dressing up as Santa Claus kind of at risk? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Because <laughs> then, you know, I mean, they're going to start beating up Santa Clauses. Well, uh, so the tactic of launching raids um, to take down drug gangs using operatives wearing dress up is an extremely common tactic of Peruvian police. So it isn't just, just Santa like and elves. Yeah. Uh, so they do this to assure the element of surprise, which brings them notable successes. <laughs> I mean, it is distracting. I'm curious to learn more about this. I mean, I wouldn't think it was a cop if somebody's just, like, coming up to the door dressed as a Santa Claus. I mean, I wouldn't know why there would be somebody coming up to the door like that, but... Yeah, that's... And and elves? Huh. Yeah. Like, what are the other costumes that they dress up in? I don't know, but it says costumes, multiples. I don't know. That's what I want to know. Yeah. Like, they just love Halloween in Peru? Maybe. Just love... I mean, we love dressing up. I do, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm kind of interested in this. I wonder if, well, I mean, assuming that 2021 isn't as bad as 2020, like, I wonder if we get double holidays next year. Like, why not two Halloweens and... Well, how would you do it? Well, I mean, we're already doing two Christmases next year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got a a point there. Yeah. Sure. Why not? I mean, I think everybody should get a do-over. It's all going to depend on when it's safe. Yeah. Let's say by summer next year, yeah, have summer Halloween... Yeah, I mean, because I'm already going to have, I'm already planning on summer summer Christmas with my family. Yeah, so am I. I think everybody is. Uh, So summer Christmas, summer Thanksgiving. Well, Thanksgiving doesn't really matter, but um, summer Christmas, summer Halloween, for sure. Summer birthdays. God, it would be awesome to have a summer Halloween, too, because it's always raining and cold on Halloween, usually in in Portland. I would rather have, yeah, Halloween in nice weather. To not have something where I have to wear a big bulky jacket and like hide under an umbrella. Yeah. You know what we're going to have to do? Greg, that's what we will do. What? For one of our parties that we can throw after it's safe to do things again. Oh, yeah. Halloween in the summer? Halloween. A summertime Halloween. Yes. I'm very down with that. It's not going to be like a costume party. No, we're calling it Halloween. Yeah. Summer Halloween. I think that we should. Like on July 31st or something. Whenever. Whatever it's safe to do, yeah. we'll do it at the Landmark Saloon. We'll have summer Halloween. Yep. I love it. Yeah, Halloween decorations. Like, yeah, we're doing We'll that. do it. We'll call it like Halloween 2020. <gasps> That's a great idea. Yeah. But it'll be on like July 31st, 2021. Oh, that would be or something awesome. something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll just pick a day as soon as it's, yeah, as soon as we can. Summerween. <laughs> Summerween. I love it. <laughs> 
I want to find, yeah, we have to have a good pun for it. Halloween. Oh my gosh, because then we could have like, yeah, we can figure fun it out. in the sun. I know, I'm just, sorry, mm -hmm. I'm fantasizing. Will you know, give me a I second? Know. I'm just thinking about better times ahead. <sighs> that sounds nice. All right, next up out of Rainsville, Alabama. Yeah. Sheriff's officials have said that they have busted an illegal winery that was, mm-mm-mm, Operating at a municipal sewage plant in a small North Alabama town. Again, nice. this is Rainesville, Alabama. That's where you can tell an illegal winery wow. in, again, a municipal sewage plant. So this is uh, the county sheriff's office said in a statement that it uh, received an anonymous tip about an, op uh, an alcohol operation at a municipal building in the town of Rainesville. Investigators then uncovered what's described as a large illegal winery of inside wine. of the Rainesville wastewater treatment plant. Gross. Uh, photos released by investigators show glass containers, buckets, a fermenting rack, and other equipment often used uh, by people who make wine at home. The agency uh, said the officer seized um, a lot of illegal alcohol. Uh, so the town, uh, Rainsville, is about 5,000 people, and it's 100 miles northeast of Birmingham, if you're familiar with Alabama. Bootleg wine? Bootleg a... wine in a water, uh, wastewater treatment plant. Is that even worth it to make bootleg wine? Like, I get, like, I guess to an extent, like, liquor, liquor, because you can get that higher proof alcohol. But, I mean, wine... Is that even worth going through all that to well, like actually make it and not just do it legally? And in Alabama, it's legal to make limited amounts of wine at home, um, but it's also illegal to have more than 15 gallons of homemade wine or beer at a time in your home. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. Is it illegal? For, no, because you can have as much booze as you want in Oregon, can't you? Uh, as far as homebrewing, I don't know what the yeah. limit is. Maybe there's maybe there's a limit somewhere. Mm, well, photos, uh, police photos show delicious Aaron multiple fermenting vessels filled with what appears to be more than 100 gallons of white and red liquids. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's a limit. I want to know who they're selling it to, yeah, and where it's selling, and if it has wine. a brand. Like, how cheap does it have to be? Because you can get a bottle of wine for under three dollars. Oh, I know. I know you know. Yeah. So, like, how cheap is it? I mean, it has to be pretty bad. And that's why I'm wondering, like, is it even worth it to go through all that effort? Like, can you even make any money on that? Even illegally, can you make any money on that? These are a lot of great questions, Greg. Because you still got to buy all the grapes. You got to buy or however you do it, I guess. I guess I don't really know. So they don't know the who's doing it. They don't know if it's somebody that's working in the waste it, treatment gotta... center. But also, if you work in a waste, like, no. Gross. Oh, gross. So gross. No. Although you wouldn't expect it there. That's true. You wouldn't suspect. I mean, that is the last place I would think to find a, a winery. And who are the customers? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right. And I do have a final story out of Russia. A Russian woman. I like rolling my R's. Can you roll your R's? Shut up. I know what you're doing. No, I mean, can you? I can't remember I if can't you can't. roll them very well. No. Oh, you can't, can I have, you? I have problems. <laughs> I have problems with it. Try it. No, you're making fun of like a I'm speech not issue. Where I, I have it's not a speech issue. It's like if you can whistle or not. No, it, yeah, no, it's it's hard for me. I did not remember that. You like feel like I'm a make fun of somebody's speech problems. Wow, somebody is throwing a big old fucking pity party over there right now. No, I have trouble rolling Jesus. my arms. It sucks. It sucks. It's embarrassing. I am sorry for bringing it up. Yeah. 
It's a sword point for me. I can tell. All right, we'll move forward. I can do it in certain contexts, but I have a real hard time. I just, I can't make my tongue go that way. Yeah, I, I can't do it right. I can do it in certain situations. If I'm in the middle of saying something, so I can like do it like that. But I can't like on the fly. Very. It's very upsetting. I'm sorry. All right, well, a Russian woman named Rain Gordon... Uh, is another one of our special people that uh, has objectophilia. Do you remember what that is? Oh, those are the people who like to... Uh... It's a condition where a person is romantically or sexually attracted yeah. to an object. Yeah. Well, Rain Gordon is the newest one to name her betrothed. Yes, she has married her briefcase named Gideon. Her a briefcase? Named Gideon. All right. Oh, the beautiful wedding ceremony was held a couple months ago. It was officiated by a friend of Rain in Moscow. So the 24-year-old woman shares that she has had relationships with men. However, she's always been more sexually attracted to objects. Yeah. Rain discovered that she was attracted to objects at a young age. She also says she has been happier in her relationships with objects than with men. Okay. She has opened up about marrying her briefcase because, as per Rain, she wants to break the, the stigma around objects as sexual people. Sexually. Sexual people, while also raising awareness about them. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm going to need you to say that one more time. She has opened up about marrying her briefcase because, as per Rain, that's a weird way to say it, but at what she says is she wants to break the stigma around objects as sexual people. While also raising awareness about them. Oh my god! The briefcase that Rain has married no, now—they're just referring into, to it. Into whatever you're into, that's still weird. That's that's some weird shit. Um, that's this weird. is very rude because they keep referring to it as the briefcase when clearly his name is Gideon. Uh, it's quite the name. I. It is a very bombastic yeah. name. Gideon. The briefcase Gideon that Rain has married was bought by her five Shut years ago at a hardware store when she brought it as a prop for a photo shoot. Uh, so according to Rain, her relationship with Gideon became official in November 2015, and she's been with him ever since then. What was the moment like where they were like in the room together, like getting the props together, and all of a sudden she's like, oh, oh Gideon. It's so inappropriate. Please. We're in the workplace. but We just met. I can't help it. Uh, Rain believes in animism, which means that you believe that there's life inside of everything. It's like everything has some sort of soul to it. She said, from my childhood, I right? Because I mean, like you're sitting on something that maybe doesn't want to be sit on right now by sitting on a How chair. How would you throw anything away? From my childhood, I believe that soul is embedded in objects. Uh, she also shared that previously, before Gideon, she had fallen in love with a shopping center before. However, at that <laughs> point, she wasn't comfortable <laughs> telling with anyone a shopping center. <laughs> with a shopping center. Uh, because she knew it was beyond the, the, the like, norms. Of, like, I love you, Lord Center. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking about her relationship with the briefcase, she said she did not have any idea that she would end up together with Gideon. Rain liked how he looked, but did not think anything more. But then I started liking Gideon for more than that. I'm trying not to be judgy. I slowly... uh, I, this one's okay to be judging. Look, we can say this is a strange thing. She's in love with a briefcase named Gideon. I'm in love with a briefcase. It was a shopping mall. I slowly it's, realized it's I was starting to fall in love. Said Rain, who is a nursery school teacher. Oh dear God, parents out there, 
honestly, let me ask you. If you're a parent and you found out that the person who was taking care of your baby was married to a briefcase, how comfortable would you feel about having them go to school there on a scale of one to ten? One being not comfortable, ten being you're very happy for her and her briefcase husband. Rain goes on to say uh, that the two can have philosophical conversations for up to three to four hours. They share hugs, kisses, and spend more conversations. Uh, And spend time together in the evenings. Uh, Rain says, Gideon is more than just a partner to me. He is a husband, a friend, friend, and a mentor. (laughs) According to Rain, Gideon knows her better than she knows herself. She also confessed that while she was still... Does she do the voice of Gideon? I don't know. Well, yes, hello, Rain. It's me again. I picture like kind of like a Michael Caine kind of thing. Her doing both of the voices? Yeah, maybe she's trying to like ventriloquist about it. Sounds like Michael Caine. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Ryan. I'm Gideon. Yeah. Yeah. My name is Gideon. My name is Michael Caine. Uh, So, excuse me. Yes. All right. Back to this. According to Rain, Gideon knows her better than she knows herself. She also confessed that while she was together with Gideon, she also started a relationship with a human man in 2017, but could not connect. With that human man, the same way she does with her briefcase husband, Gideon. Rain has received support from people in her network, and they've been understanding about her relationship to that. To any naysayers, she says, love is love. Love. Do you know what? It is hard out there. I mean, yes, whatever. (laughs) Courtney, when I asked about the, if you're... If your nursery school teacher was married to a briefcase, she said, I would withdraw my child immediately. One. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, Keelan's reply was, does her husband wear boxers or briefs? Oh, just I blocked him. He will no longer be tormenting anybody <laughs> else here in this chat again. I apologize to everybody who's a member of the supporters club. I had to endure that. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm being asked for clarifying questions. Um, it's being asked, did I say that they enjoyed hugs? Uh, it actually specifically says, Rain claims the two have philosophical conversations for three to four hours a day. They also share hugs and kisses and spend times together in the evenings. Gideon is Where's more than the... just a partner to me. He is a husband, a friend, and a mentor. Where is the face on Gideon? Is it like drawn on like when the briefcase is standing upright and it's on the side, or is it where the handle? I'm is? I'm thinking like the handle lock. is like its little mouth, and then like the depends. If it's I think two the handle latches, is like a nose. Like a no, big I think nose. if it's could be a big nose, and if there are two latches, it could be those could be the eyeballs, or if it's one so latch in the on middle. Side, yeah, if it's one latch, not like the top and that's hair, because I could also see the the handle being hair, and then you have the face on like one side of it. Like I don't like, know. We're really gonna have to think about this. All right, so there you have it. How is he a mentor? I don't. Yeah, that's another I good question. Don't yeah, know. what is the, what is Gideon's expertise? I don't know, but he's smarter than the human. I feel bad for that dude. He's just like, cool. I lost out to a briefcase. Actually, no, he <laughs> lucked out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but in a certain he really way, dodged a deep down, that might hurt. A, it might sting. That a would bit. totally hurt a little bit. Like even if you've dated someone and the, it didn't work out, the and then you found out that what like if you really liked her. She's like, I'm sorry, I'm in love with this briefcase. Like, oh. That would be super awkward. Yeah, all right. 
Okay. And I'd be like, oh, okay. I understand. I wonder if she told him that she was already seeing somebody else. And did she refer to it? Like if she's called and then him And he found Gideon. out later on, whoever this Gideon What if he's finding is? out with the story right now? Wait, that's Gideon? It's a brief, that briefcase <laughs> that was always there in the same room with this all the time? And you kept talking about your briefcase? You're fucking in love with the briefcase? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yikes. There you have it. There's your world of crazy. Crazy. That would be just exhausting to like not be able to control your attraction to anything because you think everything has a soul. That's that's a lot. Yeah. Going back to the dollar thing at the beginning. Would you eat weird foods for no. various amounts of money? No. Absolutely. Are not. you judging people who do? Not at all. I enjoy it. It's a sport to me. Oh, that's true. You were such a finicky, like, child. Oh, eater. I can't do it. I'd be the worst. No. no I've seen you I'll throw starve. tantrums when you have, like, a spot of mayonnaise or I something. Throw a tantrum again. But, yeah, if I were something, I don't like I mean, I don't like it. Sarah, it's ruined. <laughs> this is not. <laughs> Your caricatures of me today are so far Spot out on. There. I know. I know. I know. No, I was a nightmare for my friends' mothers growing up, though. Oh, yeah, when little Greg Nibbler would come over. This is Whitney. That's what you said. Oh, that's awful. And it wasn't wasn't like I wasn't ever mad or anything like that. I'm just like, no, nah, I'm good. No, the poor parents. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm okay. And it made so many people uncomfortable, right? Yeah, they would call my mom. They're like, because <laughs> they were worried all these people were worried that um they would go back and they're like my mom would think that they weren't feeding me or something i know i realized that i my, my pickiness was an issue nate's mom will still tell me that i'll see uh i mean i haven't seen anybody in a year now but uh <laughs> nate's mom when i see her usually around thanksgiving there's like you were she, does she bring it up every year? Not every year, but she will bring but it up. But a lot. She's like, it was so hard when you would come over because I didn't, I couldn't get you to eat anything, and then I thought your mom was going to be mad at me. And <laughs> so you stressed out adult humans who are still like thirty yeah, years later, really, still stressed really out stressed about out. it. Yeah, Nate's mom because she, she was like, I was trying the... to feed you. Wow, Greg. I know. Hey, I was, you know. Be grateful for what's set in front of you on your plate. Well, okay, tell ten year old Greg to <laughs> knock it off. I would I was fine not eating. Like I wasn't a hungry child or something. What? I don't know. You weren't a hungry child? <laughs> Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it. <laughs> Keelan says, Jesus Christ, how bad did you have to be for someone's mom to still be bringing this up? How many people did you traumatize? We laugh Greg? about it. But it's one of those things if she's repeatedly bringing it up, like, she doesn't think it's funny. Not repeatedly bringing it up. Every other year? 
what's going on over there? Yeah. All right. Um, thank you, everybody. We do appreciate it. Uh, don't forget, on Monday, we didn't have a show today because uh, we are getting some things ready uh, for Two Box Media. Um, at Two Box Media, TWO Box Oh, you, Media. that was so confusing when you said we didn't have a show today while we were doing the end of our show. Yeah, I'm confusing them up. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll be live at 10 a.m. Pacific on Monday. Awesome. And then I don't think we're doing a show on Monday because that's when I am driving. We're not doing fun employment radio. We're not going to do a fun employment radio okay. because yeah. that's when I'm driving to Centralia to uh, throw presents at my parents across the parking lot. Okay. <laughs> and say hello. Sounds good. So no fun employment radio on Monday. But yes, two bucks media on Monday. Awesome. Sweet. Can't wait. All right. Thank you, everyone, for being amazing. We really do appreciate all of you. And uh, sharing the show, let other people know about it, all of that stuff. Uh, John, please throw the bag of turkey away. It's been no. Keep going. Don't keep going, man. You're gonna get some I sort of weird worm or something. On Tuesday. He's gonna get like there. worms. I think he knows what he's doing. Mm, I trust. Does him. he? I, trust him. I don't think anyone was eating a baggie full I of three-week-old turkey knows what I they're trust. doing. No offense, John. Oh, uh, we need to do a happy birthday. We have a birthday request, real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we'll do that. All right, it's going to take me a second. And why don't you talk about the birthday request while I'm doing this? Well, birthdays are something that happen once a year on a day, the same day, date-wise, when someone really? was born. You count up the years afterward. Really, Greg? And then... All right, whose birthday is it? It's Carrie's birthday <gasps> on Monday. Carrie? Oh, we have double, we have double birthdays. Oh, we're getting, shoot. We're birthdays thrown in. Oh, here. I love it. I love it. Carrie's birthday is on Monday. Carrie! Carrie, I'm so glad that you were born. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, my friend. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. And it's also Derek's birthday. Derek? Derek's birthday on Sunday. Happy birthday, Derek. Happy so birthday, they, Derek. They both get to celebrate the whole weekend away, right? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's a pandemic birthday. Just during, celebrate during, all the time. During this year, yeah. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, that's cool that they're born so close together. Sometimes you have like friends who just have clumps of birthdays. They're a birthday clump. Yeah, there's a birthday clump around mine. I told you. Late June, early July, birthday clump. Yeah, I have a clump, too. Yeah, you do have a clump. Mm-hmm. I don't like it when you say I have a clump. It sounds wrong. <laughs> you got a clump. You got a couple of clumps. You're a clump. Uh, all right. There we go. I think we can just fade down. I mean, I send us an email. Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back on Tuesday with a brand new edition of Fun Employment Radio. Bada bing. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Get that out. <laughs>